that may be concerned about COVID, I can confirm mm-hmm. that I still have my sense of smell mm-hmm. and I still have my sense of taste mm-hmm. because I tasted the spicy McNuggets. Ah. McDonald's. Okay. And I they do. tasted not great. Yeah, not not a fan myself. Uh, I went. I had a regular McNugget and a spicy nugget. Huh. Oh, good. So I could at least compare the two. Regular McNugget. I mean, I'm gonna be honest. I'm not a huge McNugget guy. I'll give that I'm like a, I'll give that like a six. Spicy oh. spicy nugget like a four. Mm. <laughs> mm. Okay. <laughs> Okay, I look. disagree. <laughs> <laughs> the regular Big. nuggets are a ten for me. Really? Whoa, yeah. ten! I love, I love McDonald's nuggets. Whoa! I mean, it's like McDonald's and and Wendy's. They're, they're neck and neck for best nuggets. Mm. But the spicy ones. Um, so I, I I did have them when they came out originally. When was that? months ago yeah it was October months ago or something. yeah mm-hmm. um and i didn't like them at all then but just because we were doing this i got them again and they were actually a lot better this time so i don't know what happened they modified the recipe or something yeah before they just tasted like um mcnuggets with pepper on them with like black pepper on them <laughs> and now they actually have a little bit more flavor i thought they were also like a little bit extra crispy i think they were left in the fryer maybe just a tad too long but that was actually kind of perfect <laughs> yeah have, have you guys noticed who the voice the voice of the commercial is i don't the, think i've seen the well the brian cox actually. aren't they yeah it's brian cox he's been doing he's been doing them for a while because he does the like very just odd like i was just like i can i could just hear him berating kendall as he recommends mcdonald's to me so Seven. I'm going seven. Going to seven. seven. Okay. Mm-hmm. I'm a four. Halo gave it a four. Yeah, where are you? I'm at? gonna go three. Mm. I'm just not hot. But I'm not a big McNugget guy. So I'm like Logan in that regard. Like I wouldn't choose a McNugget. Now Wendy's, Wendy's, I'm with you, Caleb. I I it's weird that they're neck and neck for you because like mm-hmm. Wendy's is like a like an eight for me. So I really like the Wendy's nuggets, but I don't I've never been a big McNugget guy. I don't know. What it is, and I also don't like the. Did you guys go sauce? Tell me about sauce selections. I went ranch. Oh, ranch. Wanted something to cool down. Yeah, it makes sense, right? Spicy Mm. ranch. I just am not a big McDonald's ranch guy. No, it's not good. It's not the best ranch. You know, I should just get my own ranch. Yeah, I just I shouldn't (laughs) get it because it kind of tastes like it tastes like chlorine to me. I don't know what it. It just has like a. It feels like it's filled with cleaner. For whatever reason, it hits my tongue. Like I'm not a ranch connoisseur like you guys. <laughs> yeah, I and I am worse than Logan. Now you want yeah, to just... barbecue sauces? I'll do that all day. But <laughs> I like a good barbecue sauce. Well, I do. do like McDonald's barbecue sauce. I, yes, I do. The best. I, yeah. The the thing I always put that ask on a McChicken for, for me. Mm-hmm. A little barbecue sauce McChicken. Yeah. I uh I my go to for that is usually if I want f- fries at McDonald's, give me hot mustard sauce. And I request it. I would say fifty-fifty time it comes fifty. Like, oh, the, in the app, even yeah, like in the app or in the <laughs> drive-through. I'll request hot mustard sauce. I get in the bag. It's not, it's not you know there. what you do? Mm-hmm. I got a I got a solution for you. Mm-hmm. You should do. You put like twelve of them in the order. 
Mm-hmm. That way they can't. They see twelve. They're gonna remember like, oh, this guy wants some hot <laughs> this mustard. Guy wants his hot mustard. One, they might forget, but they're gonna look at it. And they're gonna be like, Jesus, this they're... guy wants twelve of these things. I will and tell you, the bonus of the next time you need them. Yeah. You <laughs> the the issue is a lot of times is I'll get I'll get to the window and I will ask about it and they'll say, yeah, we don't have hot mustard here, mm-hmm. or they'll give me honey mustard as a substitute. The hot mustard's where it's at. I don't know why. That's uh, that's kind of been my thing for uh, McDonald's fries. I don't know why. I feel like we're this close to the, being an American Dad episode about hot mustard. This close. Yeah. You, you say hot mustard three more times, like a Beetlejuice effect, and you will you will have created be. a cartoon about it. I will say though, there is something very special about ordering McDonald's drive-through and eating the fries in the car on the way home. I don't know why. They're the best when they're like super, super fresh. Right. Yep, sure. I agree. Like other agree. other places, for whatever reason, sure, they're fine. The fries are fine. But eating those McDonald's French fries on the way home, just getting your steering wheel covered in grease and salt is, is something nice about that. Just that way when you drive the following day, it's, oh, God. Uh, yeah. <laughs> no, the salt's there to counteract the grease. It's, it's like right. yeah mm-hmm. it's like literally like the yeah like road salt it's, oh whew, yep. thank god for the salt okay save me so what are we doing next week because i feel like we didn't we didn't address the major elephant in the room here the first thing was that we didn't say we were doing spicy mcnuggets we said oh, we were right. doing the popeye's flounder sandwich don't even mention their name okay they don't even deserve their name to be mentioned at this point no <laughs> <laughs> Basically, yeah, don't ever go to Popeye's. They can't seem to get their shit together. And uh, yeah, we're going to leave it at that. How do you how do you run out of sandwiches for four days is what I want to know. All and, sandwiches. How and do you make you wait a half hour in the drive through after you've ordered it on the app? Like you shouldn't and be allowed to order it on the app. Worst part about that story, Caleb, Thursday night, you had a real struggle with Popeye's. The following day, I'm speaking with a coworker. And she says, my husband just picked me up one of the one of the fish sandwiches from Popeye's. It was really good. I said, what plate? Which location? Oh, that one, really? That's interesting. So someone went the following day for lunch, Caleb. Hmm. Got that one? Different information. Mm-hmm. Yep. I think you got the, not even the B team, the D team that Damn. night, probably. It makes it even worse, in my opinion. That is way worse. Because the you were told one thing, and then, yeah, all right, that's nope, Popeyes, you've done us wrong. You're dead to the master of unlocking podcast, Popeyes. We have yep. a sponsorship with them. No, we don't. Could, not anymore. They could be like, hey, um, our special this week is free food, uh, and if you come in one time, it's for life, and we would pass. <laughs> At this point, maybe. No, no yeah. thanks. Yeah, I think I'm with No you. thanks, honey. I'm good. <laughs> Louisiana. Ass. So, oh gosh. Um where I guess what are, where do we go from here? Do we do We've had a couple of things pop up. There's been the meat mountain. Right. From Arby's. And I'm not even sure if it's a real thing. It is. Because I've, seen pictures. I've seen pictures too. I've seen good and bad pictures of it. Um, it seems like this was actually just a, that it's always been there. It's a secret menu item 
Like you can order it, but it became popular all of a sudden on the internet this week because someone ordered one and it turned out really ugly. And I'm trying to go through and actually find out like, can you really get this thing? Like, is it, I'm also trying to find out how much it is because I'm hearing it might be $35 <laughs> for one sandwich. So, I mean, Do they, they I mean Arby's has the meats, but I'm trying to find information. I like how when it was trending on Twitter, um, it was trending as Arby. Yeah, not RB. Really like, just, just the, just the singular. Just RB. <laughs> That's like when Peter asked to see the Colonel. I want to see Arby. Yeah. Is Arby here? The Colonel. Yeah, is the Colonel here? He did. You know, he did. Uh, uh, I am not seeing him on there. Is Mister Sand what? is here? <laughs> like I'm seeing a story from like July 1st of last year, even about this thing. Like it's just on the secret menu, and it's been there for a while. And it sounds like maybe the internet just picked up on this. Let's get something weird. Let's do something weird. Like I don't know who has the most off the wall menu item. Not even something that we would normally try. I don't know. Does Subway count? Does Subway do weird things? We did Subway once. Mm-hmm. We did their uh, buffalo chicken, I believe. Hang on, uh, they are listed on DoorDash. Um, oh, oh, good. Yes. Thing. All right, I'll do that too. I'll check DoorDash as well. I just signed up for a. Um, since I might be home for a while, I signed up for the free month of Dash Pass. Mm. So no Easy. delivery fees for this guy. Yeah, that's a good deal if you're going to be using it a lot. Okay, so when you search for it, it doesn't show up, but. It does show up on, I don't know what website this is. Yeah, what's, um, I don't know about the Meat Mountain. This this thing says it's $10. Yeah, I think there's probably, like I said, it was a, a rumor thing here. I'm not sure. Arby's is offering a $10 Meat Mountain sandwich. Is that under Market Fresh or what? <laughs> I don't think I don't think you can order it from the app. I think that's the deal. Yeah, I think you have to order it through the drive-through, and they probably have what if to... we what if we went fish, but somewhere somewhere we trust. Like, what if we gave Arby's a shot at the fish? We or did. Who else is doing? You missed fish? that week. Oh yeah, that's right. You guys were. We got it. Yeah. <laughs> What'd you guys give that? Um, it was good. It was good. Yeah, I think we gave it okay. like at least an eight. I want to say it wasn't oh, bad. That's good. Okay. Mm-hmm. Their chicken sandwiches are good, so that makes sense. There there are quite a few places that are doing fish for the first time. Let me bring up this thing. Let's do that. Um, let's give fi- let's see if we can redeem a fish. We got uh Dairy Queen. We got We don't have an A and W, do we? Not we anymore. Used to. Not anymore, yeah. Um the, I know there's uh there's an there's one at Culver's. Um what hmm. if we hold on. Two questions real real quick. We used to. What does Culver's do fried chicken? I don't know. Like actual fried chicken. No. No, I can't imagine. I don't think so. Their menu is like 
it's, just I think enormous. They, so I think they might do fried chicken. <laughs> so one, if they do fried chicken, we were talking about how Hardee's used to have fried chicken off the podcast. And if we were going to do fr- fast food fried chicken, I say we do Culver's sometime. And then two, I'm okay with trying a Dairy Queen fish sandwich. Could be terrible. There's, there's also a Sonic one. <laughs> what do we think, That's Sonic versus DQ? Uh, we I feel like we did Sonic semi recently, so we I feel like maybe we should go DQ. DQ fish sandwich. Objections? That's fine. I'm also seeing for the first time here the Hardy's really big Hardy. <laughs> oh, I've seen the big Hardy before. What is the big? Hardy? It's kind of like a Big Mac. I think. Yeah, it's it looks like a three patty burger. With... Well, we got to get through the baconators first before right. we go to the. Big I mean, Mac I guess. Yeah. yeah, I mean, do we need to finish that first before we do any of this? You know, that's fine. If you guys want to do that? We can do that. Let's go get a baconator. Baconator, okay. That's easy, right? We know it'll be good for the most part. It's a known quantity. Now we just need to rank it. Baconator, it is okay. Okay. Yeah. I was just trying to even look at the dairy. Queen I like it. Let's do. Let's it. do the, the the bacon burgers every other week, and then something in the middle. Okay. Yeah. All right. Let's Make do sure, that. It, that way we can fast for a week before fast. we go back to the bacon. Okay. The bacon burgers. Baconator. Oh God. All right. I'm thinking already. It's got it. Yeah. Okay. That's gonna be a Thursday. What's night the thing. third one? The third one is Hardee's. The Hardee's monster burger. Okay. Yep. Yep. I'm planning my Thursday around it right now. That'll boy. Good okay. for you. Wake up. Work out. Wake up Friday. Yep. Go to lunch, work out, mm-hmm. <laughs> run home. Mm-hmm. There'll, be a, there'll be a lot of work out again. There'll be sal- like maybe some oats with some salad for breakfast for lunch <laughs> or something that day. What would a rabbit have for breakfast? I know, right? <laughs> okay. All right. Well, let's get into some video games here. Uh, Caleb and I have been playing uh, a little game called Little Nightmares 2, to be precise. So last week, Caleb, you had started this and hadn't quite finished it. And I think you finished it up this week, right? I did. Yep. Uh, I am to tell you where I'm at. I think I'm through the fourth area, which is the hospital. Oh, okay. So um, Jason, I think we talked about this last week as a, hey, this is a more, this is kind of a B game limbo inside, if for lack of a better term, I guess. Uh, I do like it the way it looks. I, I can't quite. That's probably a good description for what I saw. But I think the aesthetic of that game is really cool. It does. It, it is. is. Um, there's a lot of cool lighting effects and stuff in there. I think there's. It, it even when I say B game, it's got a very polished look to it. I think it's just not as good as Limbo and Inside. I think that's the, so, the gameplay is definitely B tier. Yeah, that's for sure. Um, but looks wise, aesthetic wise, it's. It's up there. It's it's a solid game with that. Um, it's got it's super creepy too. Like uh, the school teacher Logan. Oh yeah. How like you, so she you you can you can hide behind like a at one point um, I thought I was safe because I was hidden behind a bookshelf mm-hmm. and her neck just stretched across the entire room and saw me uh, behind the bookshelf and then just yeah. snatched me with her mouth. It mm-hmm. was. That's like Beetlejuice stuff. That's that, that's kind of the style of her. Actually, is Beetlejuice. Like, if there was a way to classify her style, that was you know, yeah, we like. were talking about Burton last week, weren't mm-hmm. we? That's yeah. a good way of. Um, the I will say the hospital people don't look as well. They're still kind of Burtony, but the hospital people don't have eyes, so that's creepy. Yeah. Uh, so I think that if I'm, that was one of my least favorite mechanics was the. Uh, the hospital. The hospital. Uh, and the flashlight. Light. Oh yep. my god! I almost quit the game twice. 
yeah. uh, in the hospital because I just was so annoyed with the combat because that game should not have any combat in it at all. Right. I, I think you mentioned that last week was that, hey, anytime you actually have to do any sort of combat, it goes from being fun to not fun at all. And yeah, the, the time where you have to hit the hands. Like, the hands and even in the school with the little kids and you have to hit them with the hammer yeah. or the axe or whatever. It's just... The game it's falls bad. apart. It's... Yeah, that's where it kind of falls apart. If it was just a little more puzzle platforming, yeah, great. Like that's right. Yeah, that's the fun part of that game. And but yeah, the combat is where I have had the most significant issues and where I've said, Ugh, like this is this is bad. I don't want to continue this. Yeah. Yeah, I, I think it's got a lot of really cool ideas and it's mm. definitely got that look and the aesthetic down like super creepy, perfect, like pitch mm. perfect in that regard, but there are too many frustrating sections for me to recommend this <laughs> to mm-hmm. basically anybody. Like I knew, I knew you played the first one, so you probably wanted to check it out, but mm-hmm. I, it, other than that, I mean, Jason, don't play this game. It's, it's going to be too frustrating as, as somebody that's not okay. like a fan necessarily of the genre. I can't tell you to play this. <laughs> what is the genre of this one? Help me understand that. I think it's puzzle platformer, right? Yeah. Like, I guess it'd be like the 2D slash 3D puzzle platformer. Mm. Has some 3D okay. elements to it, but for the most part, it's yeah. You're you're on it. You're you're moving from left to right for the most part, but mm-hmm. there is some depth to mm-hmm. the. You've got you know I would say usually a hallways width, yeah, you know, ten feet at most. That's where you're typically at is like a hallway of a school or a hallway of a hospital and. That's about all the the depth that you have. You might have a little bit more with a room sometimes, but for the most part, it's you know anywhere between eight to twelve feet. It is. It, it's also a really easy platinum if you're into that. So, I guess if anybody out there is listening that's into platinum hunting, this is mm-hmm. not a bad one for that. If you can get past those frustrating par- parts, mm-hmm. um, I would have done and gotten done that in the old days. How much is this, by the way? Thirty dollars. Fifteen. Damn. Really? Thirty? Mm-hmm. It'll. Wow. It's one of those that'll come down fast, and probably will be on Game Pass soon enough. Yeah, I wonder. I think um, Little Nightmares how, uh, One is on Game Pass right now. Yeah. Mm-hmm. How long do you guys think it is? Probably. Hmm. If you if you actually do the collectible hunting, probably eight hours. If not, probably five or six. I don't know. What do you think, Logan? Uh, well, I don't know how much I have left. I guess I have, if I finish the hospital, how much do I have left of this game? You have one level that's shorter than all the rest. That's it? Yeah. Oh, then probably, yeah, six. And that's, I would say that's due to me having a really frustrating time with one section that probably took me a half hour. And that wasn't the lights, the flashlight, the flashlight and having to make it through that one room with, with the flashlight. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah, if it's the same room I'm thinking of, what I ended up doing was just smushing myself up against the front, like the you know the foreground, mm-hmm. <laughs> the invisible wall there, just smashing myself up against that with my back to it, and then the flashlight out in front of me, and then just inching along just a okay. little bit at a time. That's that's how I got through that section because otherwise it's a nightmare. I ended up going and like running into the group, like as far as I could into the group, and then running back out pulling all of them with me 
and then keeping the flashlight on them and then like kind of circling back around yeah. behind a pillar. And then, so they were so, behind me and then I walked backwards the whole rest of the way, but that took Jason, a long time to figure out. The mechanic is that they can only move in the darkness. So if you have your flashlight shown on them, they can, they, they stop, but it is that, that like getting the flashlight to go in the direction you want it to go is super finicky. It's not mm. fun. <laughs> So is this the Alan Wake DLC you guys have been waiting for? Or? <laughs> Something like that, yeah. Oh, the, the Doom 3 DLC, got it. Mm, yeah. Yeah. Long time mm-hmm. coming. Yeah, because yeah. there was what? Probably eight or nine of those things coming after you at once? Yeah, Something at some like, points, yeah. Yeah, it was, that room was awful. Just awful. <laughs> That's a shame that it's got such a cool look, but it's such a pain in the ass to play. Because that does, mm-hmm. that's not going to do a game that is driven by a like visual appeal. Mm-hmm. It's not doing it yeah. any favors. You well, know? The sections that are like just puzzle sections are awesome. Yeah. Like, let me, I'll tell you about one puzzle. Cause you probably won't play this. You're in a hospital. Uh, you come up to an x-ray room. You can turn on the x-ray oh, yeah. machine and it's like, Oh yeah. Like you're, you have, Oh, by the way, you have a partner with you, an AI partner. Um, who kind of helps you with things and she goes behind the the thing and you can see her like hey waving and all you see are her bones the next room over is a playroom and there's a bunch of toys in there so what you do is you actually grab one of the toys bring it over to the x-ray machine you can see an item inside of it that you need inside the toy but you can't get it out well sure enough there's an incinerator room in the basement so you take the toy to the basement, throw the toy into the incinerator, and then get the key out of the of the toy that's now burned. Like, like but you have to use the X-ray on the machine to figure out which, which toy, toy has it has the thing in it. That's pretty awesome. Like, that sounds cool. Right. <laughs> that sounds like, really so cool. it does that cool thing, and then it turns around and just does these stupid mechanics where, like here, you get this one little stick that you have to pick up, and you have to fight a hand that's like thing from the Adams family crawling on the ground that this game shouldn't have combat. It just shouldn't have combat. Right. Cause it is just too finicky to try to even remotely like re- controlling that right stick to get a direction. Not, no, it's just bad. Yep. Bummer. Mm-hmm. Especially at that price tag. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. But that, I mean, that puzzle sounds redeeming in a way. I mean, and I'm sure you enjoy looking at it, but it's just probably too many. I'm hearing too many cons, but every time I do look at it, I'm like, oh, I kind of want to play that. But not hearing that and not at the price. So, Logan, maybe you're right. By the time the year's up, I could probably play it on Gate Pass, hopefully. We'll yeah. I mean, it's one of those two. I guess, like, if you were ever in a wall, yeah, I mean, it would be, it'd be something worth picking up. Or not worth picking up, but worth trying out, I guess I should say. So, or if you're in a mood for something for a game like that, I mean that's so. All right. Yeah. Other than that, the only thing I played this week, I played probably three or four more hours of uh, AC Valhalla. Um, so I'm still, I'm, I restarted it, so I'm still at the beginning of that game. I'm not even caught back up to where I left off on the PC version. So, <laughs> but it looks, it looks incredible on the PS5 on that TV. It looks freaking great. So. That's about all I have to say about that game. <laughs> all right. Did you say Valhalla, Caleb? Sorry. Yeah. I just want to make sure I heard you there. 
Yeah. Um, you still plugging I, away? Yeah, I'm still plugging away. I don't really have anything new to say about that other than I have actually started listening to the soundtrack of that game because I don't think it's utilized enough. I really like the soundtrack. I actually listen to it on Spotify while I'm playing it. So I can actually enjoy like the feel that Jesper kid is trying to do. Um, it, because he just, he kind of nails it. The title track for that game is really incredible. It's very good. Um, so I like the soundtrack a lot and I listen to it while I play, which is weird, but it kind of enhances it a little bit for me. Um, and that's, that's mainly all I have to say about it. I think it's, I, so far, I really do like it compared to the other two um, in the trilogy. And maybe that'll change because I haven't finished it. Um, but the the size and scale of that game still does impress me. Like to have everything be rendered like it is, Caleb, and be as pretty as it is and as detailed as it is for the size of it, because it is ambitious. It's, it's I don't know. If you keep playing it, I'd be curious. I'm having trouble because I'm not trying to use hyperbole here, but I'm having trouble of trouble thinking of a bigger map. And the conversation around this game, especially lately, is like it's too long. And I I totally get that. Like, but I have a hard time reconciling in my head. Like, like if this was the only game that came out four years ago, I think everybody would have played it and it would have been like game of the year. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But it's because we are in this, like we're, uh, there's some open world fatigue for sure, especially from Ubisoft, Logan. I get mm-hmm. it. Um, but this is, it's one of the biggest games I've ever played, but it's also pretty well held together. Like it's really ambitious. And I think they nailed it for the most part. Um, I haven't finished the story, so I can't say whether or not that that's true for the story. But as far as the way they handle just visuals and little details, like, for example, there's a side story I did today that was pretty entertaining. There's a brother who, who lives with his family and another brother who lives with his family. They shared a field of crops. And so Avor comes across them and they're they're fighting each other like both families are feuding. So he tries to get them to stop fighting. And he realizes he's not going to do it after talking to all the family members and trying to convince them to get along. <laughs> so he decides, I mean, it's not your choice. If you want to finish this side quest, you do what Avor wants to do. And Avor decides to torch the entire crop and burn down their homes. <laughs> and he thinks that's the good thing to do. And so I'm like, I don't want to do this. I would rather than beat the shit out of each other than me burn down their homes. And then you do it and you walk around the corner and all the families are hugging and embracing and saying like, I forgot how much we loved each other. And Avor's like, see, told you. <laughs> it's just fucking it's just weird. And that's, the, that's pretty entertaining one, to see that in a side quest. Um, the best so one I've done I so like far it. is uh, there was, there's just a guy standing out in the middle of nowhere and he's like, I'm the fourth in my line. And um, I want to do something better than everybody else has done before. So I need you to bring me like, like bring a monster to me so I can slay it. And this guy's just like a little twig. And so Avar is like, all right, I'll do that. And there's some wolves over there. So I, I like 
aggroed a wolf and like brought it over to him and the wolf just absolutely rips him to shreds <laughs> and then it's like story complete <laughs> you, you 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 did you did what he asked you know <laughs> It sounds like from whatever from what you've said and what other people have said that this game has better side content than primary story some content. Some of it. Some of it's good and some of it's really bad. Yeah, but... some of it's bad. Okay. Yeah. Cuz there's so much of it, Logan. Like yeah. there's there that's the thing. Oh, it's yeah. just there's too much of it. So some of it hits, but like if 50% of it is good and 50% of it bad, that means there's too damn much of it. Yeah. yeah. It sounds like there's an editing issue going on over there. Like there's, that's there was one where it. It was, there was a guy who was supposed to be on guard, but he was sleeping. Um, and then he he starts sleepwalking, and Avor's trying to wake him up. Like, hey, you're, I haven't you're, seen this one. You're, you're gonna walk off a cliff if you don't stop. And he goes over to a zip line, and he actually like uses the zip line while he's asleep, <laughs> and that wakes him up. So on the other side of the zip line, he wakes up. And she's like, uh, hey, you were sleepwalking. And, and he's like, no, I was flying. I know I was flying over here. And then that's the end of it. That's the whole thing. So it's like, well, what was the point of that? I just followed him around for like 30 seconds. And then this mission ended. <laughs> I, I, would, I don't think, Caleb, you made this point before. And the last thing I'll say about it, because yeah. we talk about it every week. And I don't want to do that. But yeah. um, you mentioned that we both have a, we have a, a, a a friend in common who plays these games and plays like they bleep out of them. And it's one of maybe like six or seven games they play a year, you know, yeah. like they don't play games like we do. And for those people, I mean, they've, there's a lot, like there's a lot of stuff to do. You can hunt, you know, you can fish, you can do a ton of side stuff. Like for those people, I bet they really are happy with it. If, and if that's who Ubisoft makes this game for, I don't think they've done it wrong. Does that make right. sense? Yeah. Uh, if And if there's enough people out there that this is like their COD or their Madden or whatever, like if there's enough people out there that have like just... previous gen systems and buy one Assassin's Creed now every couple of years, and it's the one thing they see and play like and really dive in there and be Eivor, like I just think I don't know if that's could, the wrong thing necessarily. They could split the gap a little bit better though. They could have all that content in there for people that want it, but then make the story a little tighter for people that don't. I think is where they struggle. Yeah. Yeah, I think yeah, you're right. I maybe they've maybe they've they have chosen a master to serve and and that's the one that they're banking on, you know. Mm-hmm. I don't yeah. know. And I don't know what the sales are like for Valhalla, but they keep making these things, so it must be profitable. I, yeah, my guess is this thing still, still sells pretty well. And yeah. there, it, you know, I think if there's there's data out there, obviously, because you've got achievements and you got trophies that are out there. What's the what's the percentage of people who've actually played this game to story completion? I don't know. I think we've got to be to to right to the person compared to the like you logan who booted up mm-hmm. like you're in that you're in that data you know oh yeah yeah mm-hmm. and but, i'm in that data and as the person who played six to eight hours of that game um but yeah there's also the person who plays a hundred hours of that game buys some dlc later and if they feel like they've got that number figured out then 
And well, that, the math and that also up. includes the the mutual friend that you were talking about, Jason, who got ninety percent of the way through the story, had a mission glitch on him, and can't finish it. So, <laughs> can that be patched? Uh, not where not the, not the thing that he is stuck on, yeah. because it's it's like one of the you know how you have the the tree of people you have to assassinate. Uh, one the of order, people, yeah. One of those people, uh, in order to advance the story, he needs to kill one. Um, but it it hasn't flagged him as killable, so he's just an NPC walking around, <laughs> apparently, and he can't be killed. But he needs to be to advance the story. So. I do have a few. Since you told me that, Caleb, actually, I have a few rotating manual saves for that reason. Yeah. So if something like that happens, hopefully I can reboot and save myself from it. But I'll be interested interested to see if you keep going on that, Caleb, or you yeah, I think you I'm sputter gonna, out. I'm gonna pick it up in between stuff, maybe, and because it's what it what it's perfect for is it's it's the perfect podcast game. When I get behind on a podcast on podcast feed. Then I'll I'll boot up that game and listen to two or three podcasts. <laughs> Perfect for that. So there you go. I'd be curious to see if you do if you do see it through. The, I think I do think the one thing that out of the story that's decent is um, Avor Avor and Sigurd. Like their relationship is interesting. Yeah. And where where Sigurd is headed as the king of kings or trying to be the king of kings and the god complex he develops. Um, and the way Eivor kind of tries to navigate that is actually kind of, it's not bad. I, I really, I really don't mind it. Maybe it didn't work for some people, but it works for me. That's it. Enough AC. Sorry. I know I keep talking about it. <laughs> no, it's Did you fine. play anything else, Logan? Cause... Uh, I just played a little bit more Yakuza. I finished uh, one of the chapters. I don't remember if it was chapter four or five. So I'm still pretty early on. Uh, but I enjoyed the hell out of that chapter. I will say that much. What sure. happened? Go uh, ahead. They've uh... don't don't spoil anything though, because I come I on, plan on Caleb. You're that. This was the uh, right. an, a nursing home that they were they they were investigating. There was a prostitute, okay. that, yep, that's a prostitute enough. not showing up for work. Did mm-hmm. you, Caleb, have you gotten this far? I think I got that, and then I didn't. I stopped before I followed up on it. I think that's exactly where I stopped. Okay. Yeah, they they're just looking into they're looking into how um, how someone's family member is being taken care of in a nursing home, and there's a there's a rival yakuza clan that is actually the money behind this nursing home. So mm-hmm. that's the that's the Ichiban being ensue. like yeah Ichiban <laughs> being like the dumbest smart guy or the smartest dumb guy on earth Mm -hmm. (laughs) has has drawn those two links together and then yes uh shenanigans hijinks ensue yes Mm -hmm. the uh the actual ps5 version comes out i think either next week or the week after so i might i might get that that's um we'll see so that you both had mentioned something about a movie like going to a movie or something yeah it's a so, side quest. It's oh, it's not a side a, quest. Yeah. Okay, so I need to go find this thing. I guess at some point. Yeah, you, it's, you a totally it. yeah it's a theater. It's a theater. Okay. Yeah. It's right. a place you can go. Okay. So if you just googled Yakuza like a dragon theater, you would, you would, you It'll would go to give it. me a direction of where to go, and talk about. Oh God. It it's shows up on the map as like best. one of the little side quest icons too. So okay, is it like it a might little be movie a sub story? Or 
yeah it's like the little story. the thing that says there's like a conversation somewhere there's mm-hmm. there's one of them okay yeah right i've i've done a few of those i've got my first summon that was well done the one, nice the one where you had to figure out which guy was peeing no that one's pretty pretty good too I won't. Okay, I won't. I won't. I haven't. Yeah, I have. I've had a few. Definitely a bunch of few. A bunch of a, a few. A few of these random side things that are just wacky as hell. Like I don't even know how to describe them. I also find it very interesting that you're the the way the place you go to get like upgraded equipment and armor and everything else is just a sex dungeon. Like it's a sex yeah. toy shop. Love magic. Yep. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I was just like. Why am I going here? Oh wait, why can I buy weapons and armor here? This That's is... because when you buy a dildo in real life, that's fine. It will always be a dildo, but when Ichiban runs into a gang of goons, mm-hmm. that dildo in his mind turns into a sword <laughs> or whatever. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like these people aren't actually turning into these fantastical characters, but that's what's so great about that game is you see everything through Ichiban's eyes and if if he's so down and out and so messed up that he needs to spin the world as, as like his own version of Dragon Quest and that's what you see, there's something about that that is just like only a Japanese developer, honestly, could pull it off because mm-hmm. a Western developer would just screw that up. It's yeah. so good. Yeah, that game's weird as hell. <laughs> it's just yeah. weird as hell. That's all I got. In the best kind of way. Yeah, I'm glad you keep playing it, Logan. It's I I think you will be rewarded for that. You'll it'll at least wise will entertain you. Yeah, um, I th- th- that's kind of where I I'm, I'm using it is just really weird entertainment. Like if I pick it up, play a chapter, put it back down after, like play something else, and then pick it back up here and there. I think that'll be the way I play this thing. Yeah, if you and for both of you, if you need me after playing it for as long as I did, if you need me to be your if you hit like a leveling wall or if you hit mm-hmm. stuff like that, I can be your resource to quickly answer those questions because it can get a little bit confusing when you do research on, on um, like a dragon. Some of the best stuff is actually Japanese translation websites. Mm. Um, there's not a ton of American resources the way there is um, for Japanese uh, translation stuff. So mm. if you need help, like if you hit your first leveling wall, all you need is about an hour and a half and you're done with it and you'll be way OP and I can help guide you guys to that. <clears throat> Got it. Uh, other than that, I don't really have any other games unless you guys do. Nope. No I, I played a little bit of cyber shadow. I play, I beat a couple more chapters of it. I, I play it a, maybe one or two hours a week. So that's kind of, you guys were talking like that game will probably be around for me the rest of the year. Uh, and I'll just kind of, play it a little bit here and there because it's actually when i start fresh on it and i give it a couple of days to breathe i'm less frustrated with it does that make sense yeah like i don't bang my head against the wall like if something's hard i just put it down and then i come back and with fresh eyes i'm having more success and more tolerance for it for the difficulty and that has actually helped me um clear a few more chapters that's it yeah, the uh, uh, Persona Strikers is out digitally, mm-hmm. but I got the physical copy, so it's not here until Tuesday. <laughs> I thought so, yeah. I thought so I'll have to talk about that next week. <laughs> got it. Exciting. Got it. Okay, well, let's switch to TV. Uh, Jason, we'll talk about The Head, because you and, uh, you and Caleb have now both watched The Head. 
I feel like I feel like Caleb, we are on a, just another wavelength. Like I don't know if I can recommend TV to you as well as you can recommend it to me. <laughs> now, granted, you watch everything. You watch good TV. You watch bad TV. All of it in between. And so I try to just watch the good TV. <laughs> yeah. And so I'm, I'm getting to the point where I'm I'm about ready to abandon this project, to be honest, because there the are pilot some... project. Whew. Oh boy. Oh, that wasn't a TV show. You put in our you put in our shared list there. Bad Pilots wasn't Bad a show because it's just be. a, a whole bunch of garbage. Yeah. Well, I don't know what to but tell you, you, man. You so knew you what like, this you was. like the head is what I'm, I'm I like the head. I finished the head. 6 okay. episodes of the head. See, that's that's um, the other problem I'm having with this project is that I'll watch the first episode and really like it, but then because I have this list of other shows that I have to watch, I can't watch past the first episode. So I want to go back and watch it, but I just haven't had the time because I've had to watch all these other crappy. <laughs> I don't know, Caleb. I don't. Yeah, I, this you, experiment so, just sounds awful. Yeah, I don't know. We'll see. I'm about like two terrible dramas away from just abandoning it. <laughs> I uh, as I can get through because they're usually half an hour and they're usually not. You know, there's usually something in there, but the dramas, ooh. And there's he's only, looking at you equalizer i know yeah. i was like i was like there's only so many equalizers you can take before you just can't do it anymore there was a show on amazon this week called tell me your secrets and it was fucking awful <laughs> <laughs> well i why do i feel like i know about this tell me your secrets huh maybe it's something but anyway, else but go ahead yeah the head <laughs> mm-hmm. Uh, I started the head and finished it like almost immediately. Uh, Logan, I would say that this is something that you and your wife could probably enjoy. Mm. Um, it's got enough of a mystery thing that I think your wife would enjoy it. Like mm-hmm. it's kind of, it's a mix of the thing, the movie, the thing. Okay. Uh, clue. And like Caleb said last week, the terror from AMC, which you didn't watch. Um, they they find they find someone who's been murdered on this. Is it the Antarctic, Caleb? Right, in an yeah. in, in Antarctic somewhere base, very, very, either very far north or very far south, and I don't really know which. <laughs> south um, Pole is what the is what the description says. So, uh, it's um, they're in a remote location and. Um, they leave all the people there. They come back, and something has gone very wrong. And it's up to uh, it's up to the folks that find them to kind of try to piece together what happened as they come to just lots of carnage and wreckage. And it was Colonel Mustard with the rope in the ballroom. That is exactly who it was. I couldn't have been happier. <laughs> I think I, I I like this show a lot, Caleb. It's not perfect. It's not close to perfect, but it's probably my favorite show so far this year because it it's like the it's just kind of the right thing it's fun like it there it is it is a drama and it's a whodunit but it's also kind of just silly and not like hardy hard hard but like you know what i mean like good old-fashioned r-rated fun okay (laughs) Uh, like who did this action movie not little, quite not that, that far not not explosions or anything like that okay. but enough but like that whole like that reveal at the end of each episode you know what i mean like oh this is juicy you know what i mean mm. that keeps you going 
uh and it's yeah it's it's really good the head's really good i liked it i liked it a lot i don't want to spoil it for you guys if both of you are gonna watch it it but i would say i think it's worth i think it's worth both of you checking out and since it's only six episodes I, i i say that as well but Logan, I think that's a I think that's a show that you could actually For six watch with too, your yeah. wife. That's probably a, a thing we could do. Speaking of shows that are six episodes that I'm watching with my wife, uh, Caleb's also watching this as uh, it's a sin. Yeah. Uh, I'm only one episode in, so just be to, uh, that came out Friday, right? Uh, something like that. Thursday yeah. or Friday uh, on HBO Max. Uh, boy, that show's good that's it's really good that's really good that first episode i mean it'll it's uh so jason i and caleb i don't know if you've have you watched all of it just the first one the first one uh it's it's a sin is about uh it's set in the early 80s in london i the best way i think i would classify this is uh rent but in new york instead of being in new york they're in london and no music (laughs) So yeah, it's so it's it it centers around three uh, gay teenagers, and it's uh, it kind of shifts between the three stories, mm-hmm. um, and it's uh, it's also got a lot of the, the drama of it comes from the AIDS uh, pandemic yeah. or however you want to mm. describe that crisis. I think was kind of what they called it at the time. Yeah, and the kind of the misinformation that was floating around about it and um how it was how it was handled at the time and so it's equal parts like you get to you get to see like these young uh boys like finding their sexuality and finally finding their place in the world but contrast that up against the sadness of of the crisis and a lot of stuff so it's equal parts like you've got a really happy storyline going on but there's also a really sad storyline right. going on, and you also so. have the the conflict within their families too. I mean, the yep. the each of the three of them have their own different conflicts internally with their prior lives, I guess to call it that. You know, as growing coming from teenagers to being adults now, and because really all of them are, uh, I mean, it, it's they're they're all either moving on to university or moving on to other jobs. So that's the kind of where they're at. Um, they all end up intertwining, you know, over the over the course of this, um, the first episode even. So they all, all three of them end up intertwining by the end of the first episode and kind of have some stories together. But uh, yeah, say it's well acted, well produced. I mean, it's it's an HBO show, that's for sure. Um, yeah. So yeah, uh, looking- Neil Patrick Harris is in that is in it, and yeah. he is really really good. Yeah, he's <laughs> real good in that show so it's kind of exciting to have him be passionate about something like that mm-hmm. and to have it be not how i met your mother right frankly, or harold <laughs> and kumar i mean both good enough in their own right but yeah i mean it's good to see him be a dramatic actor and not a parody of something right yeah right especially because he's he's so much more than that especially from like if you look at tony awards and stuff like that you know what i mean like, right yeah the he's guy, an actor. <laughs> yeah, the guy knows how to act. He knows how to sing. He's he is a performer. That's for sure. Um, yeah, yeah. So, so yeah, I would recommend this when you get the chance. That I'm sure. It? I'm sure I would like it from what you guys have said. If mm. I watch the stuff on HBO that I watched last yeah. year, I'm sure I will enjoy this. Yeah, and it's also I saw. I think it came up in my like 
recommendations are popped up mm-hmm. late last week. I didn't know it was so new. It's Metacritic critically very high. Yeah. Like yeah, I was blowing like, stuff out of the water. Yeah. So yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. And I'll check it out. Mm-hmm. That's for sure. Yeah, it's it's another one like if I wasn't watching garbage, I would have kept watching this one. <laughs> so well, if you're gonna keep on watching garbage and you're gonna pre order Balin, 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 Wonder, Balin, Balin, Balin Wonder Wonderland. If you're going to do Wonder, whatever, mm-hmm. like Caleb, I can't stop you. I mean, we're going to have to have a come to, yeah, a come to Jesus moment sometime, know, right? but not tonight. I don't have the energy. Yeah. Okay. There's only so much time in the day. Yeah. <laughs> well, maybe we'll hit on the other two pilots, at least the two pilots that I watched with you, um, yeah. which is with you, but um, that we at least watched. But uh, we're, let's start with Young Rock, I guess. That show's all right. I I kind of like it. It um, was okay. It's not the best show ever. No. But I, I think it's got p- potential. It's, yeah, I think in all reality, I think this show has about 13 episodes in it. I yeah. Don't, yeah. I mean, it's. Because so Jason, the way that they did the the way this show is set up is that The Rock is running for president in 2032, and he's sitting down and having a conversation with a journalist about uh, his life. And so what he does is he tells stories. Uh, he's telling stories about how he was brought up and everything. And they kind of hit through what three or four different points in time in his life. Three, yeah, three different times in his life. One was when he was like probably between like eight and 10 years old. And when his dad was a professional wrestler and like, he's hanging out with Andre the giant and you know, all these like, and they've got like an actor who's playing Andre the giant. Who's like a, you know, so, so there's going to be that group of people. Then there's a group, a point in time when he is in uh, high school or like, yeah, like a freshman in high school school. or something. Right. Mm -hmm. Um, And he's there and he looks like he's 30, but in high school, because he's always just looked older. And then when he is a football player at the university of Miami, went back when the U, you know, in the, in the nineties was where it was to be. So like Michael Irvin's on that team. Like it's yeah. that So, okay. Yeah. So that's, it's go, it's tells that it goes through each of those storylines and essentially, yeah, he's telling different stories as himself, but then, it cuts to them, you know, like 10 minutes of them acting out a scene of, of different things during those, those that points in time. I can't, I can't take credit for this take because it's not mine, mm-hmm. <laughs> but I agree with it. Mm-hmm. Um, in that I think the show would be a lot better if the rock actually wasn't in it. Like if they just did the stories, just did the flashbacks, I think it would actually benefit from that. It doesn't have a ton of him in it, but at the, but same the parts time, where I he's gr- in just seem useless. They do. Like it, it like, doesn't seem like there's a point to, except for having his face on the screen, I guess. I think, I wonder if we're going to have, after the first week, maybe second week, a lot less of that. Or uh, if it just becomes a voiceover instead of a. Yeah, like a, just a VO type of thing. Yeah, because I mean, even the parts that he was in it, it was about 30 seconds to a minute at yeah. most before they cut to the, a younger version of him doing whatever story it was. Um, you know, and the thing is, like, they tell the story, and it's like, yeah, this is the story. You know, it might even get embellished a little bit. And yeah, 
holy shit yeah those had to be embellished like they were <laughs> some of those stories were just old, like mm, yeah like there's no way that happened like that's that's a little too far um but, you know, like the, with the car and all yeah, that. Yeah, the car. Yeah. yeah, that was. was like, mm. You guys can talk in detail. I'm not watching this show. I don't. <laughs> yeah, even there's like he like he buys a car from from somebody, and there's like there's a homeless guy sleeping in the back seat that he didn't notice, and then like he befriends that homeless guy, and yeah. then the homeless guy dies in front of him in the car, so he just abandons the car. It's 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 kind of weird, <laughs> right? Like there, this stuff could not have happened. Yeah. Like I get maybe yeah you bought a car or like off a guy or something and maybe there was like a cat or something in it like that I could believe but a homeless person who then ultimately dies in the car with no who like you took him to a no yeah he bought boo the homeless guy bought booze for him and he took him to a party and everything else like no this didn't happen like there's no way this happened yeah that kind of yeah level. I'm gonna I'm gonna keep watching it for now I don't know if I'll stick with it. I I too long, but you know it's one of those that I DVR'd it, so now it's set up to record. We'll see if I ever watch another episode. Is yeah. kind of the direction I'm at with it. Uh, then the show that premiered right after that was Keenan. This is the Keenan Thompson show. Uh, I like Keenan Thompson on SNL. I think he's pretty good at, at yep. doing that. Um, this show, I don't. <laughs> he's a he's a super uh, charismatic guy. Yeah, and that comes through, but it doesn't necessarily match his uh, what the show is going for. No, so the... so yeah, he, go ahead. He he plays a like a talk show host, like a morning show host, um, and that comes through as being like, oh, that's like a perfect thing for Keenan to be. Like he would be incredible at that role you know but the rest of the show around him is all about like how he's still depressed from his wife dying and how his kids are struggling and his brother is struggling and it's just like i don't know if this is the right direction for them to take a series for of keenan one for a comedy <laughs> yeah like it was very yeah. sad for a comedy I and mean, it was just like there's it wasn't this first episode was very little comedy at all. Um, yeah. But also Don Johnson is uh, in the show. I knew you'd get a kick out of that. He is. Uh, he's the father-in-law. He's the father-in-law, but he's also who still lives very, with them. Who lives reason. with them after their mom died. But the mom is also, was also very black as well. So the fact that that was the father was a little confusing just from a casting standpoint. <laughs> I this one didn't do much for me. I dropped it pretty much instantly. Uh yeah, I I I mean I finished the show, but the uh the funniest part was at the very end. Did you watch that at all? Yeah, I, I watched the episode, but then afterwards okay. I'm like, yeah, I'm yeah, even the list. So so Jason just to at least throw the the only funny part in was uh Keenan, uh, the way he met their mom, come to find out, was uh, they were on a TV show together where, like, the, the joke of the show was that he was, like, an older, like, a high school kid, and, like, his mom was, like, it was kind of, I don't know how it was, how it was all set up or whatever, but either way, his wife played his mom in the show, even though she was only three years older than him. In real life, 
because she essentially looked older and he looked he looked younger so it was like oh yeah any i think they said yeah if you were like in your mid-20s or something yeah you could play like you were in your mid-30s as a female but if you were you know he had a baby face and could play like he was a teenager and there was a whole scene set up where like she was tucking him into bed like and putting him to bed and like just started like making out with him and the people were like wait a minute wait a minute wait a minute like you can't do this like we, like it's not how a mother kisses a son good night and then she was just like she'd like go up to him and they, like he'd be like he'd said something and he was like oh but mom it's fine and then she just like puts her puts her finger up to his mouth she's like Shh. like and then she like slowly starts caressing him like it <laughs> it was really like just funny like that was about the only funny part of the show but it was during the like the credits are literally rolling over top of this as well so yeah i don't know if i'm gonna watch keenan ever again he went that's the thing is i don't know how much is keenan like writer producer director because he put uh, his name on this so like if it gets canceled oh man you can't ever call another show keenan keenan Lorne Michaels is the executive producer on it, but I mean, that's... Oh, man. Yeah. yeah, well, that won't be the first thing that he's been the EP on that's been No, there's been a lot of bad... NBC can bleep up toast. I'm mm-hmm. telling you. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. At the same time, I don't know what you do with Keenan Thompson. Like, I mean, the guy is incredible at variety shows. Sometimes you just... Has always st- been. Sometimes you just gotta stay in your lane. <laughs> And even at that, the other guy that's from SNL that's on there with him, Chris Red, stay in your lane. Like I don't, his character on that show is terrible. Like his the brother character, it's he's he's a parody of something that was funny in the eighties. Yeah, that that's what's bad. It was like, oh, you're like that brother that they made fun of in the eighties, and they you're bringing that back. This is not funny. Same with Don Johnson. Also a parody of like a grandfather that doesn't know what he's doing. And yeah. So here's what I'll do. I'll just run through yep. the list of other terrible things. It is. Um, the the Luminaries was on Stars. I literally tried to watch this three times and fell asleep all three times. So it's uh, so boring. Can't, don't, can't don't know what it is. I'll just let it, let's just leave it at that, yeah. that it's a boring TV show. Um, the crew is um, Kevin James' new Netflix comedy. It's there you go. It's absolutely horrible. All he had today say was Kevin James' new comedy, and I was out. Yeah, laugh track, just horrible. Mm. Um, behind her eyes on Netflix. I've okay. The 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 episode that I watched was, was like it had a, it had a couple of interesting things going on. I I've heard that it gets super super weird as it goes. But I, I, I can't. I, it, it didn't hook me enough to even care. I might read about what happens. <laughs> maybe I'll do. Maybe I'll try to look that up. Um, Archibald's next big thing is here is a kid show on Peacock that's not very good. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I already mentioned "Tell Me Your Secrets," which was on Prime. Um, mm-hmm. Terrible, just really bad. So yeah, that's what I did. I am looking forward um, tomorrow on HBO is a show um, that's coming over from, I think, Norway. It's called Bear Town. Uh, it looks really, really good. I'm going to definitely be checking that one out. 
quickly, I wanted to mention, and this is kind of a question for Caleb, a, a mm. little bit not long-winded, but allow me to be brief. I watched two movies. I watched um, Judas and the Black Messiah. It's as good as you think it would be, considering those actors. Mm-hmm. Um, so uh, if you guys are looking for a movie and you want to – it was certainly better than The Little Things. Ooh, little. <laughs> Jared Leto got a bunch of Golden Globe noms for that. I don't know if you guys saw that. No. Right after I right Ooh, after I knocked next on go, it Next week, week is The Golden Globes. Maybe we should have a like a sweet little watch party with that. Or side by side. Going. Yeah. There's yeah. a lot of controversy over The Golden Globes right now, too. So. Oh, really? I'll have to look about at what that. the nominees are. Yeah, yeah. Well, the, the movies last year were complete shit. I feel like they should just not even give a movie award out for this year. Um, I watched also. It was leaving HBO, which is the only reason I reminded myself to watch it. I watched Us. George. Us. Oh yeah. Have either of you seen Get Out or Us? No. Yeah, I didn't know that you had not seen Us. No. So, okay. Caleb, the, what, the reason why I'm mentioning this to you is Tim Heidecker is all but brief in us. He's great. Yeah. That's like such a departure. You know what it reminds me of? Have you guys seen um, Gone Girl? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Caleb, you see, yep. you seen Gone Girl? Mm-hmm. You guys remember Tyler Perry? Yeah. In Gone Girl? <laughs> yeah. Like legitimate actor Tyler Perry? Yeah. Playing his lawyer? Tim Heidecker not doing the Tim Heidecker thing, right? You know what I mean? Like hmm. he's he plays he plays um, in us, Logan. He plays these families are in on mm-hmm. in, they're on their vacation and they're in their vacation homes, and he's like the white family. He's the mm-hmm. he's the wealthy obnoxious dad of the white family, and he's all tatted up and he's broy, and it's just so not him, like. It's nothing like he's ever. Am I right with that, Caleb? Yeah, yeah. So you're telling me he wasn't all bunged up? (laughs) No, no, (laughs) he was not all bunged up. He wasn't doing anything satirical. Like he was legit playing a character, and he was good at it too. That was like my favorite part of us. But um, I know Caleb, you've seen it. It is. uh, There's a lot to digest, you know. There, because Jordan Peele is on just a whole other level. but it's good, and I'm glad I saw it before it left HBO. Yeah, it's it's not Get Out, which I think I, I think it's he, not. It would have it would have been way better for him to put a little bit more time in between those two, because without the comparisons, I think it would have been regarded a little bit better. But you're right. It's because Get Out is like it, it's the perfect movie in the in for what it's going for. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like. It's not the perfect movie, but for the the thing that Jordan Peele is trying to do, I mean, you just can't do it any better, you know. Yeah. So I could I could see that, but I'm glad I watched us because it's it's also very very good. Go figure, Jordan Peele guy's kind of a freaking genius. But that's it. Mm-hmm. Uh, the only other thing I have, is, and I forgot to write it down, uh, watched a little bit of the Vanishing at the Cecil Hotel. That is on Netflix. Um, have you guys watched any of that at all? Yeah, yeah I watched one episode one last week. Yep. Oh, okay, I couldn't remember if we watched any of that. Or if it's, I, sorry, but uh, yeah, it's fine. It's it's one of those docu films. <laughs> it is one of those. The uh, the funny thing, I'll tell a quick story mm. about that. I was I was watching a little bit of that today, of the third episode, mm-hmm. and they spend about ten minutes on the subject of the night stalker documentary because that guy spent time at the Cecil 
And so it is like shameless cross promotion. It's pretty good. Mm. It's pretty funny because they just like if you want like, to watch this, you click over on you know search on the. It's it's almost like God. I wish you just put a YouTube thumbnail up there and just get it over with. Uh, it's it's if they had that ability, like that. yeah, they probably would just be like here, like suggested for you, like in the bottom corner, and all of a sudden, like it's like the skip ad thing. It's just all, but it's like click here, switch over to this if you want to watch yeah. this. Um, yeah. Otherwise, I don't think I have. I haven't finished that yet, but we can talk about it when we both finish it. Yeah, I I have a feeling it's going to be one of those that even my wife was kind of like, eh, this one's like not not my favorite either. So. Which I don't think I'll, I will turn it on without her saying, "Hey, let's watch this." So it might right. be a while before we finish it, since we're gonna probably watch it's a sin and maybe the head next. So, I yeah, I think you, I think you'll both like the head. I do. So, so I mentioned the Golden Globe controversy. I just, I just pulled it up. Yeah, what's up with that? So, do you remember how uh, Emily in Paris was nominated for? Uh, one of the for one of the awards for best show or whatever. Why and I don't know. Was like why? Because that show is not that good. No. Well, it just came out that um, the Golden Globes like voting panel was all flown to Paris for a set visit, um, given a two night stay at a five star hotel where That's... rooms are about fourteen hundred dollars a night. Um, the, and then their news conference and lunch was held at the Musée des I don't know. I'm not even going to try to a private museum. <laughs> sure. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, which has uh, amusement rides dating back to 1850. Um, and then uh, the, the quote from it is they treated us like Kings and Queens and then it got an award nomination. <laughs> so uh, I guess here's the question. Do other shows do this for golden globe panelists? I apparently not. Cause I mean, if you're judging everything equally, Emily and Paris should not have been nominated. No, that show is not. That show is mildly, (laughs) mildly entertaining is what I would say that show is. Um, Who's the host this year? Do we know? Tina Fey and Amy Poehler. Yeah. I mean, they're not above just addressing that right away. It might be kind of funny. I wonder if the, that one's kind of, if. I don't know. That's seems... I don't know, man. I, it seems like pretty much everything is on limits after I, I that's the way out of it for me. Like you let them just kill kill the whole situation, get it out there. You know what I mean? Like it's like when you're trying to make fun of someone who's too busy making fun of themselves because they're mm-hmm. too self-deprecating. Like I, well, if they okay. just if they just let them There's no audience that, though either though. Yeah, I was gonna say if, if, the, uh, if the actors were in the audience and they were just shitting on the show, that might be a little uncomfortable. But since there's no audience, may, may maybe they have to. I don't know. It, but at the same time, like if you're if you're running that show, that you're putting the teleprompter together, are you really gonna say, "Hey, yeah, our judges are are sleaze balls, and will can be bought off to the highest bidder to get a nomination?" That's I mean, it's the Golden Globes. Why not? I mean, Ricky Gervais. <laughs> I, I mean, it, I mean, he's flat out not given a shit for years on that, and somehow gets keeps getting brought brought that's, back. That's that's so. what I mean. I, I think the goal, if the Golden Globes knows what the Golden Globes is, like if you're aware enough to realize we're the fucking Golden Globes, like you're, they're the party one. They're they're, all, they're like, always the more the fun. SAG show. Awards are more serious <laughs> and to be held with higher regard. Than, than the Golden Globes. Like, 
just at the same time, I think it. I prefer a Golden Globe just because of the stupidness of it all. Well, that's what I mean. Mm-hmm. But you also understand, like, if oh, you I look know where those, it comes like, from. You're yeah, and you know when you mm-hmm. when you like something that gets a Golden Globe, you're like, all right, bro. You know what I right. mean? Like you feel like you feel like you're. I you're feel more validated. I feel more validated with a cold your glow. Personal bias, you know what I mean? It doesn't matter. That, it's, like, it's just be, yeah, it's because they pick what I'm more entertained by, versus right. an it, Oscar is going to go to something that I'm like, eh. or even the Emmys. Like eh, those Emmys, are, I'm those usually are a little be, higher. Yeah, I'm. A, I'm those are to be taken them. more seriously than the Golden Globes. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's that's just that's my read on it anyway. And maybe I'm wrong about that, but I mean, I'm, at least I'm not Golden going with the Globes. People's Choice Award. I mean, that's. Ugh. Yeah. Not yet. Not yet. I like to go somewhere in between. <laughs> there's there's one other piece of TV news that I wanted to make oh, okay. sure that you guys knew about. Yes. Um, did you guys see the Donald Glover uh, contract? So Donald Glover signed a massive deal with Amazon. Um, oh. They're giving him his own, uh, what do they call it? Own ch- like uh, channel. channel or I don't remember exactly Featured what the word they used. or something. It. Um, but event, uh, I, I'm guessing it's going to be like on their list of things to watch. He'll have his own row of stuff is basically what that means. Recommended by Donald Glover. Half the stuff yeah. is not available on Prime and you have to buy them all. But the part about this that I want to make sure that you guys knew is don't don't freak out because there is a clause in that deal that lets him keep to keep working on Atlanta. So uh, Atlanta, yes. yes. So they're gonna they're gonna be filming um, seasons three and four back to back, just so that he can get done with it. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think they said that's gonna be this year they're filming. I think yeah, so they're already written. Atlanta in uh, probably next year, season three, and then season four at some point. Um, he'll he'll be done after that, obviously. Um, mm-hmm. But just just know that it's it still is e- even if you do see the the headline of like he's at Amazon now that means atlanta's still okay (laughs) that show is just so special like i just if if he has a vision for it and if it is all but brief four seasons like i will be so thrilled that he's able to Mm -hmm. to see that through and like the four act the four main characters on that show dude yeah they're all i don't know you know incredible they're incredible all blown, and then they've blown up since then that's the other thing it's just to get the four of them to even get to, scheduled to, to film that <laughs> right. show at this point has got to be a nightmare um i'm actually surprised that he signed with amazon i mean he's been doing some disney stuff recently um he did well the, the solo the, movie the, and the speculation um, there is that they since they are giving him his own whatever they're calling it platform or channel mm-hmm. or whatever it is that's the speculation that that's what um tipped him over to that and, and disney's probably not going to allow him to do some more adult content that he'd want to do yeah i mean the the guy did bring he's going to tackle some issues i mean be ready like mm-hmm. he's I mean, the guy tackled you know, bull rape years ago, and <laughs> ever since then. <laughs> oh man, you sprayed this with Dax? Yeah, like a can and a half. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, you know, I keep forgetting every week, and then I go to bed, and I get, and I, and I look up, and I was like, I've never brought this up on the podcast before. Caleb, please tell me you're at least watching the chase. No. Do you know what the chase is? No. How do you not know what the chase is? I don't 
I don't know. Jason, do you have any idea what the chase is? Is this a TV show? It is a game show on ABC where there uh, there's three contestants. You have a minute to answer as many questions as you possibly can. And they're all like decently hard question. Each question you get right is $25,000. Okay. You then go to a board and you have to answer either like, I think it's like five questions. Correct. To keep that money, to bank that money is essentially what you do. Um, And you, you have, um, they will offer you like more money to go to get six questions. Correct. Or less money to, to only get four questions. Correct. Oh, and so and there's three people like so you each you go a solo round. Uh, there's three people that do a solo round. And if you all three of you make it to to there, you bank all that money and then you go to a final round where you get two minutes rapid fire questions where you get as many questions as you can. write. But then there's the chaser. So keep in mind, too, when that mm-hmm. solo round rolls around, the the cha- the the when you have to get the five questions right there is a chaser who is either three questions behind you with the five questions right or no sorry yeah three questions or there are two questions if you go for the money that chaser is either james holsauer brad rudder or um why can't i think of the other guy's name shit ken jennings ken jennings And that same goes for when, like, so that last round, when you have two minutes of questions, if you get, let's say you get 15 right, they start at 15 and they get two minutes and they throw it to one of those, the Jeopardy guys, and they have two minutes to try to catch, go back down to to zero. I'm going to have to. Yep. This show is incredible. Right. I can't believe you haven't watched this. Like, yeah, I, I they do a really bad job of marketing their game shows. Yeah, they like do a really bad job. Um, I just learned about what's the other one called? It's like the imposter or something like that. I don't even what's know. It's They're doing Celebrity Wheel of Fortune too, which is real dumb, but Yeah. Um but uh yeah, no, the chase is because like so the thing is like if you're going back like you cuz they'll they'll fly through questions and all of a sudden if you if you stump like Ken Jennings then they say stop the clock and then you go to that panel to the contestants and if they know the answer then you push him back another one okay so it's a constant i've only seen one team win out of six episodes eh. that's how good everybody is like there was one episode uh, J- holsauer like he had 40 seconds left like out of 2 minutes he and he was he'd already caught him eh. he was just like and he, and so the other thing is too. The other, depending on who's playing, who's playing the chaser of that game, the the other two are in the back in the green room watching the watching it all go down and just like commenting on it and giving each other shit, like. Okay. Yeah, yeah I'll check that out. Yeah, there's I think there's been like five or six episodes at this point. So yeah, just see if you can go back and dig those out because they're pretty good. It's actually a British game show, and. uh that I watched about probably 10 years ago and there was this, uh, the, the chaser guy there was this like really big, like British professor guy. And they tried to sell him like he was the monster and he's going to chase you down. And like, they had him be rude to everybody, but in all reality, the guy just wasn't rude to begin with. Mm. And it was like really hard for him to play that rude character. And 
I, find, I think they finally I mean, just gave up British, and they were like British just... game shows are great my my favorite game show is British I, and I wish they'd bring it over here Which it's called that? Pointless have you ever watched Pointless I don't know if I've ever heard of it so the the goal is it's a trivia game and the goal is that you need to tell a uh, a correct answer to their question that it's like reverse family feud so you want to have a technically correct answer that nobody out of the 100 people they surveyed said oh so if it was like you're trying to give the most obscure correct answer basically so for one of them uh it was like um super bowl mvps mm-hmm. and i was like oh uh desmond howard like no one's gonna remember that desmond howard won a super bowl mvp and that was a pointless answer nobody knew that one mm-hmm. but if you said like peyton manning like 25 or 30 people said it it's so you that, get yeah. you you get that amount of points and mm-hmm. your goal is to be the lowest Got it. I wish they would do an American version because a lot of the times you'll get on there and it'll be like members of parliament. And it's like, well, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, there's the pop culture <laughs> reference you don't get because you don't live yeah. there. Yeah. Hmm. I did not know that was even a show. That does sound interesting. Yeah, I wish there was an American version of that. All right. Hmm. Okay. Well, look that up. Let yep. me know how what you think of that show because that shows I, I I like that show a lot. I, I that's oddly enough that's one of those shows I keep up on every week and like I get excited for it to come out. Yeah. I think it's on Thursdays. Okay, uh, is when it is. So so anyway, yeah, all right. We can uh, we can let Jason go and then um, uh, I I want to talk briefly about Wandavision, but we don't need to do that on air. Oh yeah, I know Jason doesn't care. Yeah, about. you guys can talk about that. It's fine. <laughs> well, yeah. Go ahead. At you, the same time, you guys like, watched it. Yeah, I mean it's it's super spoily, spoilery probably. So, oh well, I don't care. But no, but you, I guess I'm talking for the rest of about... any any of the world who wants to, because yeah. yeah, who wants to so see that? You guys. So, now nah, yeah, we'll we'll we'll, just, just, we'll end it we'll, and we'll yeah. talk about it off afterwards. So, all right, this has been the Master of Unlocking podcast. We uh, we'll see if we have a heart attack after eating the baconators this week. See you next week.